Yeah, we have to time that a little bit different because it's a hard cut because it's the only way this works. But welcome, everybody, to the X1 Bros. We're back. We're doing this remote for another week. But the man is back, Mr. McSpicy. Yay. Here, welcome Hello. Back. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be here. For those of you that might not have listened to last week's show, uh, Mr. McSpicy has had a baby. Well, he's, oh, his wife yeah. has, but you know. I was there holding her hand. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, how was that? how was that experience? Oh, that was the scariest thing I've ever gone through in my entire life. So, well, and you feel so helpless. That's the <laughs> yeah. that's oh, the thing. Yeah. And not like David, where he delivers his own children. You know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I well, the doctor out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Yeah, you back off. No, um, it was uh, it was a long thing to deal with for sure my wife is healthy my baby is healthy which is the most important thing well man that was some scary shiz that's for sure so they they, they don't train you like they used to i don't know you, <laughs> no, you don't expect what you they don't mess around so here's here's the question you actually sent us a picture of your setup where you it looked like you had your gaming monitor and next to the crib yeah the little <laughs> bassinet thing yeah how's that work it's so funny you do i i yeah i you you do what you got to do. I I had that set up in my living room. I had just like some crappy little ch chair stand thing with my Xbox and a, a random monitor that I found and I just stuck it next to where the kid is so I I could actually it's a bassinet so my foot I can rock it with my left foot and then I That's can hilarious. play Xbox <laughs> while I was do, you know when I could when I could fit it in. So you, you know it's really frustrating though. So I was really i played some overwatch uh last week because i was really feeling it or last week and this week because you know whatever sure. their servers are like having some crazy issues and when i'm wanting to game i want to game my baby's asleep for like 20 minutes i want to put in a round yeah their stupid servers kept kicking me out and then i've been i was getting banned for eight hours at a time makes it really really frustrating i was really mad at that yeah, they, As you can tell, because I'm talking about it on the show. That made them quite frustrating. <laughs> I don't, when I have 20 minutes and then you tell me I can't play, I'm really pissed. <laughs> but, Put me in a uh, line. Yeah, but uh, no, it's really, it's really, really good. I got little mini McSpicy. Uh, okay. I'm planning on having him be my support in the raid, Jordan, if you're okay with that. Yeah. Get another support class. I yeah, want him to, to earn to, his. Yeah, fill up the team. Yeah, I want him to earn the DPS slot, you know. And so you yeah, got to start yeah. him out with uh, everybody wants to play DPS. You know, yeah, you earn your way there. So, but really, really exciting stuff. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I've never been so tired in my life. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah, we. I know how you feel, and I am sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. dads all across the world listening right now are just nodding. Yep. Like, yeah, raising their fist. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you want to know what I did? Speaking of kids, this this last week is I have the mini Sega and the mini Nintendo, the mini NES, yeah. and I I hooked them up in the kids' playroom. So I have a two year old and a four year old. And I was like, here, play this, play this kids. Stop bothering me. And <laughs> that's now that's a good dad. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so they started with Sonic and it's, it's awesome to watch. Like at first they can't do anything. And then I'll come back like an hour later and they're on like level three, just crushing it. Like yeah. how quickly nice. those games, I feel like we had this advantage. I don't think kids nowadays actually have an advantage in gaming with disrespect, 
we had an advantage. Those games, they stand the test of time, like a Sonic, a Mario Brothers. You play them today, they're just as fun. And the reason is the format. It's like it's like modern day. What was so genius about the smartphone is the the swipe versions. Like if you've ever seen a baby play with it, they it's intuitive. That's how those original games were. They're just intuitive that kids can pick them up. Meanwhile, I'll say, hey, come play this. Gr- come play Grounded with me, kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can watch, but they cannot play. It's yeah. too. You don't just go left to right on that game. Yeah, it's too. It's too much. But these old games, they can. They play. They learn. It's. It's really fascinating to watch. I think that is the pinnacle of of gaming when gaming is intuitive that a baby can use it. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, and it was uh, those games were play tested, David. Yeah, you know, those were some very difficult games. It was <laughs> baptism by fire, you know. But, uh, well, some of the menu choices. So in Sonic 2, um, it remember the games if you didn't click A right away on like player one or player two, it would do like a sample pl- gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> and when that just doesn't work in 2021, you're like, why the hell? <laughs> what is going on and it's because you didn't click it fast enough and it's it doesn't take very long it's like it gives you like 10 seconds yeah probably less actually it's probably like seven seconds before it does the auto plane you're like oh my goodness it's really fun anyways really fun that's that's cool well i think it also helps that like uh so you have a sega what else did you say you had uh the sega so the sega genesis mini and then just the nes mini the NES Mini, yeah, they they don't. I mean, they have what thirty games on there. Mm-hmm. I think one of the problems, one of the problems that kids nowadays have to deal with <laughs> is the fact that they have like unlimited Thousands. access to <laughs> so many games that, with their short attention span, they'll be like, "I can't get this. I'm going to move on to the next one. I can't get mm-hmm. this. I'll move on to the next one." You only got thirty choices on those those consoles. Yeah, no, it's true. But here, here's here's another here's another example too. So I've been playing. I think I said this last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember. But I've been playing the Mickey Mouse game from the 360. It's on Game Pass. It, mm-hmm. No, it's not on Game Pass. It's just on Xbox. I bought it. I think it was like nine dollars. Yeah. Um, that game, that exact game, is on the Sega Genesis Mini, but just as a old school platformer. My kids can play that game, but they cannot play the 360 one. It's the same um, levels. It's the same levels and everything, just minus this like slightly 3D aspect. You think it's the controller? It's the no, it's the classic platform. Kid in, can't in Jordan. Kids can't handle polygons. Okay. They can't, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Too yeah. many polygons. It's like, whoa, overload. <laughs> yeah. They just need the standard left to right movement with occasional jumping. One of the things, and look at but boy Will says that's the time I started four years old. And that's what I was thinking, like. I was playing these games at about that age and it 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 works. Whereas with with like the Xbox Series X or you know PlayStation 4, whatever, these modern games, I just don't think they're as intuitive. Yeah. Oh, I'm very yeah. passionate about it. Speaking of intuitiveness, let's Yo. try let's let's talk crossfire X or lack of intuitiveness. Now Jordan <laughs> has a lot of opinions on this. It did drop yeah. early, everybody. Crossfire X is here. Jordan, tell me. Is it worthy of being the most played game series of all time? Well, so I think when they talk about that, they're talking about like Crossfire, which is yeah, yeah. you know, the they are. They are. That's yeah. why it's a series. Um, so Crossfire X, it, it's it's really interesting. I want this game to be good, and it's not terrible. <laughs> so it's not the craps, huh? We, I yeah. would like if I was a game developer, I would like use that 
as Mike. You know they like quote and they put yeah. across the trailer. It's not four stars. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Right. It's not terrible. <laughs> I want it to be good. It's not terrible. No, I really want this game to be good because I really enjoy Counter Strike, and this is like a, a Counter Strike style game. Uh, I mean, we have games like uh warface breakout and then like rogue company is is a similar to counter-strike but they have their own kind of sub-genre right this game i feel like is the game on console that is most like counter-strike especially in its classic mode right no aim down sights the map is even similar to counter-strike the care you know it, it's counter-strike uh which is which is cool which is what i want uh that being said it's going to be a very niche game for a very specific audience because i don't think um like if you're if you're into first person shooters, you're not necessarily going to like this style of game because it's Counter Strike, and Counter Strike is a very specific style of game. It's more about placement, movement, uh, where your crosshair is, stuff like that. It's not a running gun shooter, and it's not designed to be that way. So, the problem I'm having is, it's just right now, it's just a lesser Counter Strike, which which is a shame because I want this game to do well because i want this style of game on the console there's i think there's there's a few main issues one is um the progression of unlocking your weapons uh they use a, a in-game system called gp so gp is the currency that you earn after playing a match to then go unlock a weapon uh, i'm fine with this type of progression system the problem is is you get like anywhere between like zero to 30 gp per match depending on how well you do and a gun costs 2000 yeah so it's 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 a huge grind just to get these guns uh it's hard to do the challenges because the because ch the challenges give you extra gp right extra currency like 800 which is great but all the challenges are gun related mostly so and if you don't have the gun you can't do the challenge um it's so it's created just created the impossible loop yeah it, it, in yeah, with the intention of probably having to spend money right so it's it's just it it's just an I think that needs to be worked on. Um, the other issue is there's only one map per game mode, which is kind, so of, a, kind of an odd choice. And yeah. then my biggest issue, my third issue, is the controls feel loose. Loose goosey. Yeah, like that's the best way I could put it. Even after going in and dialing things in, which by the way, you have to dial them in in a live match because there's no practice mode, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, even after dialing in stick sensitivity and and all this different stuff, it's just the controls just feel loose. They don't they don't feel good on the controller. And another thing is, it feels like they just they just developed this on the PC and then quickly ported it over to the Xbox because you use the bumpers it's it's a typical menu right you use your bumpers to go left and right between all the menus and stuff but then if you touch the joystick a little mouse icon appears not like the destiny circle mouse icon like an actual mouse icon uh and it moves around really slow and it's it's kind of annoying because you're just you want to use the joystick to move left and right it's just so it's like basically, a crappy, it's a crappy port yeah it, it, this is this is my opinion on the game right now and and keep in mind it's not terrible but i want this game to be good it's it, it, it's it feels like we had the beta, what, a year, almost two years ago, and they haven't touched the game since then. It was, it was, that, like, it was that long it ago. Feels yeah, it was like, like two years ago. It feels like at the point when the beta came out, that's when they, they as the developers, were ready to release this game, and they just waited two years for the campaigns to be ready. It, so, it doesn't feel like they've touched anything from the beta. It doesn't feel like they've changed anything. We all know they weren't working on maps because there's not any um it just it doesn't it, it feels 
it, it, it's it, 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 yeah, it's just well, it's, I can censor yeah. frustration. I can censor frustration here. So what's interesting is I typed in this is what I typed into Google right now reviews on Crossfire X, and here are the top three. Here are the top three headlines that show up: the worst game of 2022, a Crossfire X review. Crossfire Crossfire X, a game worse than Battlefield 2042. Crossfire X, do not buy. <laughs> See, well, for, that's funny because it's free to play. So those had like, see, I think <laughs> it's a campaign, right? Well, the campaign. So suppose that's another issue people are having. Supposedly, the first half of the campaign, or the first section, because there's two different campaigns. Like you play from each faction, you know, kind of like the old Command and Conquer games. Uh, so the first campaign is supposedly is supposed to be on Game Pass, but for some reason, even if you're a Game Pass member, it's still charging you money. Xbox and Crossfire have acknowledged this, and they say they're working on a fix. So that's frustrating a lot of people too. But um, like I said, it's not a terrible game. It just and this may sound stupid, but it's not a terrible game. It just feels like they made the minimum effort to put a game together and ship it out. Um, at, least, at least multiplayer I, wise. Normally, I would respect I'm that. I'm, I, yeah, <laughs> uh, not not when it comes to gaming, but that's kind of how I live my life. So yeah. it just it, it to me, it feels like we had the open beta and they said, OK, that went great. Um, I guess we'll just wait two years until Remedy is done with the campaign and then release it. It doesn't feel like they worked on it since the open beta. And, and that's just a shame. And the thing is, is it could be a fun game. I It feels the most like Counter-Strike in its gameplay, especially in the classic mode. The modern mode, it, to be honest, the modern mode just feels like a generic shooter that every other game does better. So it, I don't think the modern mode is really going to pull people in i think the idea of this game is that classic mode which is your 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 crossfire mode or sorry your 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 counter-strike mode but it's just it feels like a lesser counter-strike with loose controls and when you're playing that you're like well why don't i just go play counter-strike if you're yeah. looking for a counter-strike experience right and that's kind of what i did it was like i played it all day yesterday and then i played it more the today and it was just like why don't i just go play counter-strike you know, it is it is free to play, so perhaps their idea is let's get it out there and then improve it. However, if nothing's changed since the beta, that that doesn't make any it doesn't, sense. It doesn't feel like it has. I mean, maybe I've I'll give them this. I haven't really had any bugs or connection issues. Like I think there was one small connection issue on the first night it came out, but they resolved that really quick. The problems I'm having is just locally. Uh, the challenges I do think need to be reworked a little bit with how you gain XP and how, or sorry, how you gain GP and, and stuff like that, you know, make it a little bit less grindy. Uh, but mostly my complaint is just the overall, the, the, the controls feel super loose and, and it just feels like a lesser counter-strike, hmm. which is a shame because I want a counter-strike style game on the yeah. console. Cause I like counter-strike spicy. Uh, Spicy, if there if Crossfire was Counter Strike on the console, where do you th would it beat Halo multiplayer? Uh, that one's that one's hard because Halo is in its own kind of class of first person shooter. There's nothing like Halo out there. There's there's uh, things like Halo stands alone in the fact of how the shields work, how the maps are, how the guns are. It's just Halo has a very, very unique feel. So I don't know if that's a question I can answer, basically. But I I'm totally with Jordan. Um, console needs a good Counter-Strike style game. Mm -hmm. And we, I mean, what was the game before a uh, year plus ago? What was the... Warface. 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 Yeah, yeah. And 
once again, that game, if it worked, <laughs> is would have been awesome. Like the the style of that game is very very cool. I think I think Call of Duty has something similar with its Search and Destroy, and I used to play Search and Destroy quite a bit. It's close to Counter-Strike, but it's still it's, not... It's like the game mode, but it doesn't have the feel because it's like yes. a fast-paced Call of Duty, right? You know. Yeah. it's yeah. Counter-Strike has... It's, it's, it's very unique to Counter-Strike. I would say just like Halo is unique to Halo. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that, David. I, I think if you're looking for it, like, look at Jordan. He wants that game style. He wants that genre. So, he wants it to work where where I don't know if some Halo players would want that. I mean, if you're playing Halo, you probably stick with Halo. Obviously, you could play around. But um, really, I think the market for this game uh, or game type is those that like Counter-Strike but want to play Mm -hmm. it on a console. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't think, and I think that's what's hurting it even more, is the fact that I think you already have a less a smaller audience because like i said i don't think if you like first person shooters this game isn't necessarily for you i mean yeah it's a first person shooter but it 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 feels i would say this game feels closer to counter-strike than even warface breakout did um because it 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 basically is counter-strike it's just the the so i think i don't think it would really pull away halo's numbers or call of duty's numbers or or you know battlefield's numbers just because i i already feel like counter-strike style games are a unique audience. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. You have the success of Counter-Strike, and I know Valorant's doing really well as well, too. But again, in the overall space of it, you know what I... You you get what I'm saying? Like, it's a very unique game, if that makes sense. Yeah, so Jordan, do you think that this game is already kind of harder to hit their target target audience because those that like Counter-Strike have counter-strike. a have counter-strike so and and those are generally pc you know mm-hmm. keyboard yep. and mouse PC, players, yep. PC players and so yeah. i mean the the niche that this game has is it's that on console so do, are they already kind of just not late to the party or just they're kind of swimming upstream i don't know how to put it but no, I, I get what you're saying i i don't know if they're late to the party um, I just, I just, well, think cause they, nothing's in console. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just think they needed to put forth more effort into the console version of this game. The, my biggest issue right now is the controls feel loose. I mean, terrible. When you tweak it, it's less terrible, but they just feel loose. They don't feel good. Is it good. like how halo was at their, on their beta? Is is that what it's like? No, that I felt, I, that I felt like. That felt loose, but then we tightened it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, ratchet this, that. Yeah. Tighten there, loosen there. Yeah. This feels loose, but we at least found a bolt, you know, from, <laughs> from playing with the settings. But we, you know, it's just, it's, it's weird. It just, it feels weird. And, and it's, it's all compounding and, and like a snowball effect, right? Cause when, when one issue causes you to, you know, get frustrated, you find more issues, right? So, because the controls were frustrating, even though I tweaked them and played with them, then you think, geez, you know, the controls are frustrating and there's only one map. Why is there only one map? Yeah, that's, you, you know that what I mean? Rough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's multiple maps, but there's only one map per game mode. So it's like, and I get what they're doing. This map is specifically designed for team deathmatch. That's great. Why can't there at least be two or three of them? 
You know what I mean? This map is specifically designed for for search and destroy, which is your your bomb plant the bomb counter strike mode. Why can't there at least be two of them? You, you know what I mean? Just you, two or three. You of put them. yourself in a position where what if a player likes the game mode but doesn't like the map? Yeah, exactly. Right. And well, and, I think, and even you can only play so much of one map before you're like done. Yeah. 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 And I just I even just two or three. Like, I mean, yeah, I, you know, it's just it's just it's 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 interesting. Like, I, I understand. I, I told this to you earlier, David. There's a lot of people online saying that this game is is very predatory with their with their microtransactions. I told David, I don't, I don't necessarily know what that means because you have the choice not to spend your money. So yeah, it's not, it's not like they're staring at you at the park. I guess what they're going at is, is it's unfair maybe like that. They they're focusing all on these microtransactions, yeah. but not the gameplay, which I guess I'll agree with that, but it's just, uh, it, th- I think that's why people are frustrated because, because the controls are, are loose is the best way I can, I, you know, they're not, they're not good uh, because there's only one map because the gameplay is not quite as good as counter-strike they're they're saying well like why is you know all this stuff is bad yet the store is charging us a ton of money for that you know what i mean so i i get why people are frustrated with the microtransaction side of it um i will say at least all the microtransactions are cosmetic right so it's not like game breaking to buy anything and now whether you like those cosmetics or not that's all subjective but it's just it's i that's that's all I can say about it. The game is <laughs> I want the game to be good and it's not terrible, but it just needs a lot. It needs more work. You, you know what I mean? It, it needs and and Crossfire has already come out with their 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 PR stuff saying, hey, we have, you know, updates planned for early March and stuff like this. And this is the first time only one other company has done this to me. And, this, and it, the other company, funny enough, is Dice. They're really making me think, like, what did you do? You know what I mean? Like, what did you do for the last? I didn't even think this way with Halo when Halo was delayed, right? I felt like, okay, we made progress. I, but with Counter Strike, or sorry, not Counter Strike, Crossfire, I feel like, what did you do since the beta? To me, it really feels like they just said, okay, the beta went all right. We'll make a few tweaks. Uh, we'll just wait for Remedy to finish the campaigns and then we'll release it. That's what it felt like. That's what it feels like. Well, so that's a shame. It's like the, uh, I got this, Jordan. This game is like the Wendy's French fries. They're like <laughs> they're like sixth place, you know? They're not they're not the best, they're not the worst. They're like sixth place. And yeah, you well, want and you want when you're eating that number six combo, you know, and you, you take some fries, you want it to be good. You want yeah. it to hit the yeah. spot. And it's just not, it's just bland, needs more salt. You don't know yeah. what's wrong with those fries, but they're just not at the top. Well, and that's what it is. Like, I don't think it's like you said, I don't think it's terrible. I just don't think it's yeah, ready. I get or not ready, but just not there. It's it, see, and that's the thing. It's not like there's insane amount. It's not that I can say this game wasn't ready because I've had no from my experience. I've had no connection issues, very rare bugs, you know, nothing that breaks anything. It's just like like you said with the French fries. It's it's like number six. Yeah, they just did what they had to do to meet the minimum bar and pushed it and sent it out you know yeah david you're making me uncomfortable how jordan's talking but i'm really big 
I'll put myself really good. <laughs> there we go. So, now, I haven't played any of the campaigns, so I can't speak to any of that. I, I'm waiting for that Game Pass issue to be fixed with the campaigns. But as for multiplayer, I truly, really want this game to be good because I think it out of the games that are on the console, like Warface and Rogue Company, I feel like it feels the most like Counter-Strike, but it just needs to step it up a few notches in a few categories and 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 get there. Let's let's hope they do. Yeah, hopefully. Because I think it can be fun. But yeah. uh, anyway. Brad LeCompte in chat uh, says he's disappointed in Crossfire, but he also says this. He says, Halo was fun and a great ride, but it fades really fast after about 50 hours. Made me appreciate Destiny. It is a game of great depths. And we saw this week there was a few news stories out about how um, Halo's numbers have begun to drop in multiplayer, stuff like that. There were other questions about, hey, if this is a game, a live service game, where's the content? How do you guys feel about that? Are, is Do you think Halo needs to have more regular content? Is it missing something here? Uh, the refresh, or are we just waiting for the end of the season? When does the season end? Not till May, right? Like May, yeah, something like yeah. that. We're a yeah. while out. Yeah, well, I think, yeah. I think, personally, I think the season was too long. I think you have a lot of hardcore players that there's nothing for them to do anymore. I think that's a big part of it. Uh, also, it would have... I don't know. I think a very specific game type that I will not mention that rhymes with Adel Moyale would have helped <laughs> a lot uh, as far as the sustainability, even though people may not have wanted that in a Halo franchise. I think sure. that game could have done that very, very well and have created a lot longer lifespan for sure. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying that the lifespan's gone by any means. I mean, I still play. I still play when I can um, to do the to the do the events and stuff. But really, other games have the hook, the carrot on the stick, the progression that Halo doesn't have after a certain point, and so it becomes now there are other games that are wanting your attention, wanting you to do that. So they put that in there, and Halo doesn't have that for those that have already achieved what they've achieved uh, for those players. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that may, I think that makes total sense. Jordan, what do you what do you um think? no I, I no I, I agree with Mark. I don't think the game is hemorrhaging or dead or anything. I think it's just oh, the it's natural I think it's just the natural evolution of a game, right? I mean I mean look what you had uh I mean this week you had Lost Art come out, which was a huge game. It kind of broke the internet this morning. Um so you got you got players jumping to new games to different games. You had Dying Light last week, you had um you, you know, you had uh, the new Rainbow Six extraction. So I think players just jump around. Uh, I, I think that is a percentage of it, but I agree with Mark. I think them going with, and we've talked about this before. I think them going with the battle pass only progression was I, there needs to be some other type of progression, just a number. You know what I mean? Something like that, just a level to, to rank up. I personally, I think they should use the master chief collection tier progression. Yeah. Uh, you went up levels, you went bronze, different, you know, the th different layers of bronze, silver all the way up. And it was, it was basically, you know, like call of duty, except with a number, they gave you a symbol, you, you know what I mean? But it was cool. I, I hope they do that for season two. Well, um, they could have even done like a prestige system with those numbers. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. those, what those systems are in place for is to take care of like the lulls mm -hmm. when, when you have the in when people have finished stuff, they still have that number to feel like they're doing something mm -hmm. with their character. I think they should have put more armor in the game for people to grind for. Yeah. Uh, as well. Uh, again, I think something that call of duty actually does well is like golden skins for their weapons what is it like 
it's it's a it's a certain amount of headshots kill you know what i mean 100 headshots get you this skin for this weapon 200 headshots get you this skin and then make it 500 headshots get you like a crazy cool gold platinum skin you know what i mean something like call of duty does i think there needed to be more progression for that i felt like they relied too heavily on the store and the battle pass um and i i hope all that changes in season two i don't mind the store it's fine i just don't want that to be the only place for me to get gear yeah you know um b-boy will in chat says there needs to be more content but i love the game which i think is actually exactly what i think he summed up what i was trying to say too it's i think the seasons are too long because the content runs out and and that's kind of the general feel that i get i feel is i love the game but a six-month season or whatever it was i think it was around six months that's huge yeah that's a long season that is six that's like a tarkov season you know that's like (laughs) that's a long time no Uh, i think i think three month seasons are right in that sweet spot then you get four seasons a year even if you have to delay within a week or a month you still get four seasons i think having the season be so long which it's long because they I think they delayed like Forge and, and campaign co-op and stuff like that, which was going to be like seasons two and three. But it's just, um, yeah, yeah, I just I think they need to rework a few things. So it's Stu 91 actually wrote in and asked about this uh, and he said, do you think they need to do something before the before season two starts or do you just. You just wait for season two. I think you try your best to keep your players engaged. I mean, it depends how long is season two away, right? I think you try to keep your players engaged with the uh, like the ten Rye event. Although I think that needs to be reworked as well. Um, the one event they did was fine, where they just let us get all ten things through those challenges. A cyberpunk again, one is that? Yeah, what you're again, the about? challenges I do again believe need to be reworked on how they. You know, what I mean, I think stuff needs to be reworked, and I'm fine waiting for them to be reworked. Um, so I think you just keep doing little events like that. And then season two, you just, uh, you throw down huge content, new maps, new battle pass, new way of the battle pass working. Right. I mean, even if the battle pass still only works through challenges, a new progression system that you can work towards while you're working on your battle pass, you know? Yeah. Uh, super shocker leaves a super chat. Thank you very much. Super shocker. He says, I found the new halo multiplayer to be too much like the other halos. So I easily moved on after the launch. And just to compliment that, Beast wrote in and said, I don't remember feeling this way as early in Halo 5 multiplayer. I don't know if it's because Warzone is missing and that was the difference or not. Well, Halo um, 5 Halo Five had quite a bit of content that you could unlock. I know that they had their... Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, unfortunately in those stupid card yeah, packs. It was in the card packs. which, <laughs> But they had a... It was a lot. It was quite a bit at launch. Hey, a card pack is not a loot box. It's a card pack. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Halo. Oh, shut up, yeah. David. Hey, we don't like lo- we don't like loot boxes. Let's make them card packs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, there was a lot of there. I mean, I feel like Halo Five had a lot of content, and it it had a breakout. It had a lot of modes too. That, yeah. That that mode. Well, at, was at it, first, was it breakout at first, mode what was the mode where it's oh, so death. That was fun. Yeah. So that was the breakout mode. Now at first they were lackluster on their modes, but it feels like they up. I said I will say this. It feels like Halo updated more frequently because we got more modes quicker yeah. than we did in Halo. You know what I mean? Because because I remember Halo Five was pretty the playlist was kind of like, really, where's all the other game modes, you know? And then they, they slowly rolled them out. So I feel like halo five updated more frequently, but were there only two game modes on launch? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, there was a little bit more. There was specific modes you can. Oh, okay. so there was okay. at least that, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I felt like I really do. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. This is a controversial statement. I think Halo could have done a battle royale better than anyone else. And that that mode would have we wouldn't be having this conversation if that was in yeah. this well game. and the rumors suggest that that still might be a possibility yeah i heard it's gonna be uh three players each player has three lives type of thing you know but who knows who knows wait what what's just the rumors rumors that, is that, they're working that on royale battle, is you know? coming yeah oh well that yeah. i just perked up a little bit spicy, right. has, spicy has been out of it with Woo. yeah maybe stuff i'm telling you man i it's tiring. Wait, let me ask you this, Leslie. This is the last week was the first time you were not on an episode. What was that like? I know that was you weird. did join us. You did join us. I had a seven year streak of perfect attendance on this show. You got the perfect attendance award. I uh so so I did I had four hours of sleep from Sunday to Thursday of last week. Like it was bad. <laughs> and and then we went home, you know, from the hospital and I was it wasn't going to happen, guys. I'm sorry. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't do it. So it was even right now. I'm a. I was like, I'm surprised I'm even capable. I had some caffeine right before the show. So nice. welcome to my uh, <laughs> caffeine lifestyle here. Yes. I have some pre-workout so you could have. Oh, thank you. I might need that. I it's just don't. Way. I just can't overdose on that pre-workout like Jordan did to me that one time. <laughs> you like hallucinated. Yeah, I, I totally did. Like mushroom powder or something. I know. In the middle of the night, I started having Stranger Things like dreams. Demogorgon coming from the ceiling at me. So, never. If this, if anyone's listening to the show, if Jordan hands you a drink, don't drink it. Yeah, because yeah, I was so I brought pre-workouts for us because we were all tired. And what I did was I I put in just a pinch for because you have to build up your tolerance. Anyone that has taken a pre-workout knows this. Yeah. Just a pinch. And I think Jordan mixed spices and put in a full scoop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which even on the back of the thing, it's like, do not take a full scoop if you've never taken this before. <laughs> that was that uh, was one of the most terrifying nights of my life. So thanks, Jordan. I appreciate that. <laughs> let's let's talk real quick and we've kind of beat this horse to death so let's just briefly brush over it though call of duty microsoft has clarified some things on call of duty now we are on record as saying you don't pay that much money to keep something like call of duty long term on multi-platforms however it does look like well a couple things happened you got to put this story in context the the investigation by the government you know they like who approve these giant deals by corporations it got to the, is it the FTC or the FEC? The FEC, I think. Anyways, uh, and the person who's over it is known to be like really against corporate <sighs> deals, big corporation deals. And so they think it's going to be a tougher road. So after this happens, after that news happens, Microsoft comes out and has said multiple times that it does indeed confirm uh, to keep call of duty franchise on playstation quote beyond existing agreement so the actual quote from brad smith the vice chair uh and president of microsoft posted on the microsoft website he said quote first uh some commentators have asked whether we will continue to make popular content like activision's call of duty available on competing platform 
platforms like Sony's PlayStation. The obvious concern is that Microsoft could make this title available exclusively on the Xbox console, undermining opportunities for Sony PlayStation users. I do have an issue with that statement. It doesn't undermine opportunities. The opportunities still exist. Go buy an Xbox. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement. That's what was already said. We knew that. Uh, And we have committed to Sony. This is the difference. We've committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. We are also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful platform. Yeah, that part's exciting. Yeah, we believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for our business. Reactions to the, to this. Let's start with Mr. McSpicy. Call of Duty uh, is going to be on all platforms for forever. It's still good for Microsoft in the same vein that Minecraft is is uh, on all platforms for Microsoft. Correct or incorrect? McSpicy. I don't buy it. <laughs> you think it's nah, politics? No, it's, no. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm. You ever see the movie Anchorman at the beginning oh, when yeah. they're like, "You are on." It's like, I don't believe you. You know, and he keeps <laughs> drinking his scotch. Uh, I, I, I'm probably completely wrong, and I'm probably, I'm. Yeah, they said it, so that's fine. But I still think that in five, ten years. Call of the the Call of Duty IP may lean towards the Xbox, Xbox brand a lot more than you would think. That's yeah. uh so yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, I see what you're saying. George the man, how about you? Um I I don't know. I wonder, I mean, like if they keep it everywhere, they keep it everywhere, right? It's it's not I mean if yeah. if I mean more people get to play, right? I mean that's not necessarily a bad thing, but um yeah, they did it with Minecraft. So yeah, I mean, they did it with Minecraft. But the difference yeah. between Minecraft and this is about seventy billion dollars. So <laughs> well, I, I mean, like it's Minecraft at the time was a big deal because it was one billion dollars for a yeah. single IP. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. was who's the guy that's that developed that he bought i remember i remember reading a story not, which is really funny didn't he, didn't he buy a house he outbid like jay-z and beyonce or something like yes, that yes for... wasn't his name like notch why don't why don't i know yeah this? yeah something like that yeah I, yeah <laughs> which is really funny that he outbid like uh all these celebrities and melroy's melrose or whatever it was that <laughs> yeah. he was and they're like who the hell is this guy you know yeah. oh he's a gay he, he, he made minecraft <laughs> yeah yeah now i mean like i said i mean I personally, I like I said, I would assume they would spend that much money to not make it exclusive to Xbox, but make it exclusive to Game Pass. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't know. I guess they keep it everywhere. But as an Xbox owner or a Game Pass member, I still think you're going to get all the benefits of it being there day one. I know. Well, actually, I honestly think this year's Call of Duty, uh, which we've now know that's been confirmed as Modern Warfare Two and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, I th- I I'm calling it. I think because their relationship is, you know, they're going into this. I think this year's Call of Duty will be Game Pass. So so get this though. Like, look at listen to the power of this statement. If they're if they're on their marketing, you know, and they're releasing the new game that's coming out in November, and they say on their commercials. Uh, they have their Call of Duty like epic, you know, campaign camp, you know, trailer, and then they say, uh, free with Xbox Game Pass, like right at the end. Do you know how powerful that is to know that mm-hmm. that game is going to be free and you're going to have to pay for it everywhere else? I, 
I feel like that's pretty, pretty obviously a very powerful marketing tool. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. How valuable playing PlayStation would know these numbers. Call of Duty is one of the top played games on its platform. Yeah. So their deals with timed content, timed exclusive content with Call of Duty clearly worked for them. Why would that not work for Microsoft and just reverse it on Game Pass? Timed exclusive. We, we, you know, it's not exclusive, but this specific content is. Yeah, I don't know if that would happen because I know it wasn't it a while back. Phil Spencer said that he doesn't like doing those timed exclusive deals. Mm. But I guess I mean it's not a deal when you own it. So, you know. <laughs> hey, yeah, right. you know what? Yeah, no, yeah, I that's, just yeah. that's a good point though. He 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 did say that. I remember that distinctly. Regardless, yeah. regardless. Yeah, um, I mean, maybe it's one of those things. Uh, Xbox Game Pass, you get a week early. You know how powerful that is. You know that early yeah. access stuff is pretty powerful, right? Yeah. Um, well, you, you get you get map packs early. You get Warzone, you know, updates or I don't know. So you can do something like that. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like like they said, it sounds like they're gonna keep it on all platforms. I do think it's exciting that it'll make its way over to the Switch. That's really fun because everything's always fun on the Switch. Well, especially uh, multiplayer shooters because no one <laughs> plays multiplayer shooters. So if you ever want to win in a game, like, yeah, I mean, go play Battle Royales there, you know? So, but uh, no, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They're obviously going to do something that benefits them and their product, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's anyways. But also on the flip side, it could be just politics. and They need to get past that one dude. I definitely <laughs> think. <laughs> yeah, I they're just know. feeding the media with all this. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to share it. We <laughs> share it. <laughs> I definitely yeah, like, shoot, we got Larry up at the FTC. Also, have you guys have you guys seen the so there's graphs going around of who owns what in the gaming industry? And even after this deal, Microsoft is still well, yeah, behind. It- Wait for it. Sony, yeah, in gaming what, industry, is it, so is all this talk that like Microsoft is is uh, destroying the gaming market, and it's not even close, guys. Like, like what are we what are we discussing? What are we doing here? What are we doing yeah. with our lives? Well, when you look at that chart, isn't ten cent like seventy five percent of that chart? Oh yeah, ten cent, and then everybody falls under that last twenty five percent. It's giant, and yeah, no Sony, one no one complains then, about ten cent. When, when we talk market share, we're talking market share here. Uh, yeah, Microsoft is still way behind. Yeah. Um, and so nobody talked about Sony destroying gaming because they dominated the market share this entire time, did they? No, it's been a healthy gaming. Yeah. Gaming no, show. I think the reason the reason is because it's because it's headline, right? It's because it's 70 billion dollars. You know what I mean? It's big. Like, well, it's it, because it's, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking uh, similar to this, let's talk there's there's a new story that came up that has two things. So, I think World of Warcraft is coming to console. We've talked about it for a while then you'd have ESO yeah. You'd have World of Warcraft. Um, and here's a little bit with this story. This, this is where this kind of lays it out f- for us here. Uh, wrong screen. Let's go. Let's go like this. <laughs> it looked good, though. Yeah, it doesn't look bad, huh? Um, really so good. Starfield, talking about Starfield, uh, Phil Spencer has said he wants Starfield to be the most played game ever. Here's what he said. He said, I love the Forza 5 and Halo stats. I love how many people played Psychonauts 2 versus Psychonauts 1. So... When I look at the teams, when Todd and I talk about Starfield, it's, quote, how do we make sure this is the most played Todd Howard game ever? Forza and Halo, the last releases, those are the most played games in those franchises because we made them available on more screens than we ever have. 
uh, through more business models than we ever have made them available. He continued. He said, I want more people to be playing WoW in five years than they're playing today. I want more people to be playing Call of Duty in five years, more people playing Candy Crush in five years because we've made it more accessible to more people. The only way that you do that with WoW, or not the only way, but one of the biggest ways you do that is by just what he said, offering it, making it available in more places, on more screens with more options than ever before. So... Thoughts, th thoughts on this comments. Number one, does he have, does this mean that he has that much confidence in Starfield that Starfield is just going to crush it? He knows where it's at. He knows that he's played it or he's, he's obviously played tested it um, and seen it. Uh, or is he more just talking from a business model standpoint? Jordan, man, let's start with you. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is, I, I'm excited for Starfield, right? I'm hoping it does well. This is the first new IP from Bethesda in quite a while. Uh, I dig their art whenever we see all their concept art and screenshots. Um, I don't know. Maybe Phil Spencer, like you said, I guarantee he's played it and he sees where it's at in production. And I, he, I've, I would have, look, he hasn't led me astray yet. So I think he sees something in the game that maybe a lot of people are going to like. Yeah, Spicy, how about you? Starfield, you think it's legit, or you think he's just talking biznatch? Well, can it be both? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it, it, in order to be, for it to be super successful, it would have to be both. Yeah, because yeah, look at Halo and Forza, both incredibly well-done games. That's why they're doing well. Yeah, it's not just that they're available. It's that they're really good games that are yeah. available everywhere. Well, I mean, that's kind of... this. This falls into Microsoft's business plan. They want... They're basically the PC. They're they want to be PC. They want to be console, and they have cloud. They basically want to be able to have people play their games everywhere. And this just falls in line with what what that model is. Phil Spencer saying, "I want more people to play these games than ever before," and that falls into place with exactly what their model is. So, uh, I mean, I hope Starfield is absolutely breathtaking and awesome, just like Jordan said. I think it has potential to be. I've said that about games before and have been let down, but, uh, but I mean, you got to love Todd. Todd Howard's awesome. So I, I don't know. You know, there's I always talk about the pedigree of these developers, you know. <laughs> like I was a bit, you know, I Cyberpunk 2077, I would always talk about the pedigree. Man, they made Witcher, they, and then it kind of fell through. But the hope for me is, Yes, I want this game to be so good that everyone plays it. I absolutely want that. And that's essentially what Spencer, Phil Spencer is saying. He wants everyone to play this game in the entire universe. Yeah, he said it about WoW. So does that mean we well, are getting WoW on console? That's, uh, that's interesting about World of Warcraft. Look, I think WoW could be on console. I think I, I know there's there's some people saying that WoW could never be on console because of add-ons. I don't think that's uh I don't I don't think that's true because Final Fantasy doesn't have add-ons and it does just right on console. The reason here's the reason the, it does well on console is because Final Fantasy says, okay, players want these add-ons. Let's incorporate them into our game. So they give you a full HUD customization tool. They give you all these tools that let you, the player, play and design the game how you want rather than getting it from a third party. Also, to add on top of that, PC players, I mean, I'm both. I'm a PC player and I'm, an, I'm a mm -hmm. console player. PC players tend to be the ones that min max the, their screens, you yeah. know, their, their macros, their, all the add-ons console players tend to generally like to just turn on a game and play. Yeah. And so I think you don't, even though as a PC player, it would be nice to have all those add-ons to Jordan. 
I don't no. think the audience that plays on console necessarily cares as much as say a PC player. Yeah. So I think those things are less important. I think, I feel like people will still play games. Although I will say there are several add-ons in Warcraft that are definitely needed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like and that's why quest I, trackers and stuff like that. I yeah, think which are, which are all built in though. So in classic mode, they didn't have quest trackers, but in the retail game, all that stuff is built in game now, right? There's still, I mean, people still have like DPS meters, different HUD elements to make their HUD look different, but that's, that's what I'm saying. I always use final fantasy as an example, because it's kind of the most similar to world of Warcraft and it's in a, it's in the same boat. Um, they're on console and they themselves just give the players the tools within the game to do that themselves. Um, you, you know, now, I mean, obviously you can't put every single add on in the game because that's incredibly hard and difficult and, and, in a lot of cases not needed, but um, no, I, I don't think that prevents it from being on console. I think Mark, like you said, most players will just pick up the game and play it. Um, and I think if you add settings for the console to allow player, even for the main game on PC to allow players to customize the, the, the UI to do different things, maybe even have your own built-in DPS meters. Although I think DPS meters cause problems more, more problems than not. Yeah. Um, and that's not, no, that's not because, People say, "Oh, that's just because you don't have the DPS." Hey, I'm on yeah, the top. Learn of the all the time. All right, <laughs> learn I'm, to play, noob. It's not that's not the reason. Trust me, I got the screenshots to prove it. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, I, I, I think they cause issues for another reason. But no, I think I think it can be done on the console. And and I'm just gonna say this: I think look to Final Fantasy 14 and how they did it for your inspiration or for your guidance. You don't have to do exactly what they did. I'm not saying copy them. Obviously, make it your own. But look to them at what they're doing, and you can bring that game to the console successfully. Yeah. So yeah, I th I think Phil is going to to answer the question ultimately, David. I think Phil Spencer wants World of Warcraft on the console, and he's going to do what he can to get it on there. I just, really do. Just to, just to jump in one more time, when Blizzard tries, they do well. Look at Diablo on the console. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 really. And I, I don't mean that as a bad thing. Look at Diablo on the console. It's a completely different UI, but it works for the console. It doesn't break the game or change the game. It just gives the console player a, a, a better experience because of where he's playing. And I think they can do the same thing with World of Warcraft. When they try, that's so funny. Although, even when they don't try, they do pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, Hearthstone. That's a game where they have, like, one dude working on it, and it still makes millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, another game that can be on the console. Yes. And that one you don't have to try as hard because you literally, yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway, but uh, no, I, I would really like to see Warcraft come to the console. I think it would give uh, more life into Warcraft, uh, especially now after a lot of the bad press that they're having. Um, I don't know when we'll get it or if it's worth Microsoft's investment to do it, but uh, I think it would definitely be cool. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. I think you do that with all the Blizzard games. I think uh do you think they bring back like all the old ones like refresh the ips we get rock and roll racing we get uh lost vikings you think they're gonna be pulling from that well yeah they, remember they did that with like blizzard arcade right i wonder how popular that was well do you think they're gonna like refresh oh like, you I know how we're getting like a, a new perfect dark you know we're they're getting yeah. they're making new i think with some of them i don't know that you do that with i mean lost vikings you don't need to refresh it's a platformer it well, I mean, look at Trine. Do you remember Trine? That's basically yeah, that's yeah. basically Lost Vikings. That is Lost and that Vikings. game is excellent. 
I yeah. mean, it came out like seven years ago, but it is a really good version of the Lost Vikings. The the three thing, the three characters that have different abilities. Even though it is a platformer, it's still like a super think, cool puzzle game. Yeah, but I think you could. I think you could bring those IPs, and I think they could do really well. You'd get the nostalgia people, and then you the games. You I mean, David, you talked yeah. about it at the beginning of the show, I believe, uh, with platformers being uh, timeless. Timeless, yeah. Yeah, I think and, I, mean, I do think you bring. Yeah, why not? You have the IPs. Why not just put it on Game Pass and Rock and Roll Racing? That that isometric racing style game. We haven't seen much of those recently, but that's a timeless style game too. This well, even the ones that we have had recently don't match the quality that those ones were for yeah. whatever reason. They just okay. it just doesn't because Blizzard tried. Because <laughs> Blizzard, tried. yeah, that's what they, they tried. <laughs> So I think I think one thing that everybody looks past on these um, Blizzard Bethesda deals, the Activision deal is everybody gets held hold up, held up, mm-hmm. stuck on the games that exist now, not realizing the potential. What you've got is a bunch of studios now to go make new IPs. I mean, we have that new Blizzard IP that everybody from Mikey Barra to Phil Spencer to disgruntled employees suing Blizzard rave about the new IP and they're super excited. I think that's actually why you go and get these big uh oh, yeah. big companies. Yeah. Well and King. So you get Candy Crush, which yeah. that's that'll pay for the next yacht or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So mobile gaming is is huge. Pretty, let's take let's take some questions. Uh Hayden Maley writes in and says, I want to hear your opinion on the battlefield backlash. Petition for refunds and overall state of Battlefield 2024. Is it dead? Yeah. Great show, says Hayden. Hayden, thank you very much. Jordan, the man, this is this is your question. Yeah, so right this here. is this is you guys remember I, I said I usually don't feel this way about studios where I say, Hey, what are you doing? Uh, but I felt that way with Crossfire. I don't necessarily feel that way with dice. I I I don't mean this like in any bad way or anything, but I feel like dice is disorganized mm. and they I'm not going to say they don't know what they're doing because I think they do. Um, I just think how they're doing it seems very disorganized. We had a lot of this stuff come in Battlefield 5 delays, um, weird patches that we then revert two months later, uh, pushbacks of the battle or their version of the battle pass and stuff like that. Um, With Battlefield 2042, I will say this, and I said this a little while ago, the game is better now than it was at launch. They fixed a lot of the the bugs that were causing issues, but I think the real reason people are super mad is because we just got earlier, was it earlier this week or or late last week, we just got the announcement from EA and stuff that they're going to push back all their content. Um, They're pushing back all their patches. The the one patch that people are waiting for is a rework of the score screen, right? They're pushing that back to summer. Uh, They're pushing back season one. They're pushing, you know, they're pushing back all this content. And I think that's why people are frustrated because it's like, you know, why it's just to me it's just it's battlefield five all over again why are we pushing stuff back why are we delaying things i i get if it's not ready it's not ready but that's where i get the vibe like it almost feels like the studio's disorganized they're not you know maybe they're not maybe it's other you know different outside factors but it just it just seems to happen too often you know um i also think uh, and i was i was one of these people i thought 124 players would be awesome um turns out it's not or it turns out it's it's not, not that it's not awesome. It's just not as good as I thought it would be. But that being said, I, I think a lot of that has to deal with map design too. The maps are super wide open, which is 
I guess okay for like vehicle combat and snipers, but when you have to run across a huge open field on multi on these on these on these giant maps, you're getting sniped and hit by vehicles all the time. You know, it, it's not it. It's hard to explain. It's it's almost like there's not a focus on infantry infantry combat in in some of these maps, and I think it's because they're so big because they're trying to accommodate for that 124 players. Like I said before the game, I was all for it. I think it would have been awesome, but I find myself when I jump into the game, I, I'm playing those 64 player modes because they just feel better. You yeah. know, I think a lot of it has to do with map design. To be honest with you, because of the I, I think so spaces, too. But um, I think so too. I think if you introduce laning in those maps a little bit better yeah i mean and i'm a big fan of of lesser is more I, mm -hmm. i've said this a lot on the show i feel like when you have that many players it almost feels like anything you do doesn't matter and i don't like that feeling it's just like it just becomes like okay yeah. you could be the best player in the world and still make no difference with that many people that said, I feel as though you're right, Jordan. And I think one of the solutions is to create lanes in the map. Not even the traditional way to do that is to have three lanes. Like Halo map design, a lot of those maps have three lanes, yeah, three right? Lanes, right? Yeah, and, and it works square. When you have 120 players, maybe you introduce even more lanes than that, you know? Yeah. I, or I, just even even like if you look at if you look at like Battlefield 3, it feels like um like, uh, well, I mean, I guess if you take like Operation Metro is, is fully infantry based, but there was maps where it felt like there was vehicle sections and then infantry sections and they almost balanced each other out. Um, it just well, yeah, that that game even had like the map with the subway and, and I mean, that's Operation Metro. So that's the underground. Yeah. And yeah. Which, we're, we're, and that was all infantry combat, you know. Yeah, and, and you not, can just sit there with an M60 and just do, 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 get 30 yeah, kills. Yeah. I'm not saying take away the vehicles because they're they're a they're, I think they're a huge part of what makes Battlefield Battlefield. But it just I, I think a lot of the issues probably come from the map design of the wide open areas. And we do know from the beta, from the beta to the game, uh, they actually increased the amount of vehicles there were. So there's even more now. So which is probably maybe that wasn't the best idea, but it just. I think on on top of uh, with all that that I just said on top of people on top of all this content being pushed back even further uh, with what players want I, I I understand the frustration of a lot of players as for refunds um, sorry I didn't mean to laugh but I don't I mean if you're a thousand hours into the game you're probably not going to get one you, you know what I mean like you it's already just, ate the cheeseburger yeah, and, um, unfortunately <laughs> I, you know what I mean like and I don't mean to it's laugh not just you've already eaten the cheeseburger you've already eaten the cheeseburger <laughs> yeah, you dro drove home. You're laying in bed hours later, and you're thinking to yourself, "I didn't enjoy that cheeseburger as much as I should have. I want a refund." <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's. It, I I understand the frustration of of wanting the refund, and I know there's that petition out there where what is it like 140 sign 140 thousand signatures or something. Like, I get that. I would just say if you want a refund, go to the platform in which you bought it and see if they'll give you one. <laughs> Depending on your hours, I I don't think they will. But I mean, that's just you know. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's just. To me, because I like Battlefield, and and there's a lot of fun to be had in 2042. There's just issues that come with it. So I just, I it to me, it almost feels like Dice is just unorganized, and yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I want them to fix that issue, which is why I think maybe EA made a bunch of shifts with. Well, I think they're doing I, I Battlefield. Think I think know? it's the shifts that make it feel that way. It feels like maybe, maybe, yeah, throwing yeah. stuff at a wall instead of this like well thought out sequence of events for mm -hmm. releasing. To be um, fair, I mean, having the pressure of creating a Battlefield game 
and having the pressure of creating a battlefield game that's good and, <laughs> and and on top of that having a battlefield game that people like that's that the organizational skills needed to have that happen uh are beyond my pay grade jordan yeah so, no yeah. yeah no and, and, and like i said i don't mean it as an insult i like dice i think they do good things i think they've done good things in the past it just feels like for the past little while and i'm talking about battlefield 5 as well that they've just missed the mark on a lot of things. And, and my only reasoning would be just maybe, you know, just that there's not, I don't know, disorganized, I guess. I, I yeah. don't know. I, I'm not in a position to say, but that's just how I, how I feel. So. Yeah. We did get a super chat from super shocker when uh, just regarding McSpicy's less is more. It's like uh, the song, more people, more problems, more money, more problems. <laughs> it's actually, it's more money, more problems. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to listen to that after now. That's a yeah, good thank you for the super chat. Super that's, uh, yeah. Thank you. Super shocker. That's why I talked about the map design. Cause I think 164 could work. I just don't think the current map design is good for it. You know, because of all these, and it's mostly just the wide open spaces. I mean, you run across the map, you're either getting sniped or hit by a tank, right? And you can say, Jordan, get good. You, when, right. you really That's don't right. got a choice. You just know what I mean? Just, like it's, I just say to you, get good. Yeah. Get good, know, like, I mean, hey. you're storming the beach and saving Private Ryan. It's a lucky, it's all about luck at, at a certain place. Yeah. So, and some maps are better than others, right? But it just, it feels like they all kind of suffer from, from that issue. Um, I don't know. It, it, when I play Battlefield 2042, I, I spend most of my time in Portal playing the older games, you know, playing Bad Company yeah. 2, playing Battlefield 3 maps, just because it seems like they feel better, you know? Interesting. Very interesting. Great question, Hayden. Thank you very much for writing in. Let's take one more question, and then I actually want to talk to Jordan about Lost Ark. So Lost Ark's a big game oh, that yeah. dropped, and yeah. Jordan has... I think he broke Twitter today. Well, that's Jordan's, the rumors. Yeah, Jordan's jumped in in a big way, but before we get to that, let's take this last question. Um, let's take it from Psychotic. Psychotic says, hey, bro, Sips, I just got my Series X. Congratulations, Psychotic. He says, uh, I'm so excited to be part of the Elite Gaming Consortium now. Consortium. All right. Cool. My question is simple. Elite Controller 2 or an SSD drive next? Thank you for all you do. Congrats again to Mr. McSpicy and Mrs. McSpicy Thank on you. their little McSpicy. Eh. This is a Wait, really did, interesting question. Does he, have, does he have a Series X is what he said? Yeah, yeah he just got He's okay. now in the Series X. Family. I would go controller because you already got the NVMe drive on the Series X. I would just play Tetris with your games and get the controller. And then next, you know. It's not bad advice. Spicy, yeah. agree, disagree? Uh, path? This, this is an interesting question because I changed my mind on this several times a day. <laughs> I feel. Because I burn through controllers. I don't know if it's my play style. Or what? Or how powerful these hands are? <laughs> I mean, look at those hands. Uh, those are powerful. These hands. are like, look at these muscles. Th those are gaming muscles on those thumbs. You know, those are like powerful, look at those powerful. Boom. Yeah, thumb muscles. Thumb muscles. They, they don't joke around. I think I break my controllers more often than most people in their lives. I don't know if it's because I game too much or I don't know what it is. But I've I've gone through a couple elite controllers. And I don't like it when that one breaks. But when I go through a normal controller, I feel less bad. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. Well, that's because you're like, I spent damn good money on this. <laughs> I know. But at the same time, with Jordan, what Jordan's saying and how I do it with the Series X, I put the games I don't play on an external hard drive that doesn't need that, you know, you don't need those fast loading times. But for the for your six games that are in your in your circuit, you know, your your gaming cycle, 
I always have those on there uh, and you can transfer back and forth willy nilly. So it only takes a couple minutes with the new drives uh, for the most part. So there's not as much as a need for the hard drives as you think. So I, However, having at that, yeah. we have the elite controller and the series X and we've had it for over a year now. I'm ready to get the SSD drive. Yeah. yeah and see, that's, this is why it's time. I think it's time. David, this is why I go through my it goes through my head back and forth every yeah. day. Because honestly, the Elite controller is a fantastic controller, and the paddles, when you get used to them, they become necessary. I think the the greatest thing on those is the trigger hair trigger things. Oh, those uh, are you, yeah. You get used to those, and you you have a hard time going back. The well, you the, notice it really does. So I play Vigor a lot, obviously, and I cannot. I see the difference when I don't have the hair trigger. On. yeah it's a well, huge difference for me i can't hear whereas i hear i i can't live without the uh the back paddles yes yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can't like yeah they're just jordan's like, flexing can, yeah, right now because he just grabs his elite controller and right there so it's funny so i have my elite controller which i found a guy locally because mine broke and i opened it up to try to fix it and then the very next day they told me that they extended the warranty so that was kind of sucky <laughs> but um <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, that's that's our Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah, you guys remember that when they're like, oh, by the way, we're extending the warranty for like three months on the Elite controllers. I had already opened it like the day before to try and fix it because it, it was doing that drift stick issue. Anyway, so I uh, I actually found a guy that lives 45 minutes away from me. He he has he fixes all sorts of stuff. So he fixed it for me. He gave me a really good deal on it. But during that process, I also have a backup controller back there that's wired, but it also has the back paddles like. I, I really cannot play games without these backpacks. Once you get anymore. used to them in a certain game, in a certain way. Yeah. So, for instance, Halo, I have back paddles mm -hmm. on. I couldn't play without back paddles now. Well, see, and, and there's features with it. The, uh, the quick profile change that you can, yep. the switch. So, I, I'm a Southpaw player. Some games, like Battlefield or um, other, like, third-person action games uh, when you have to get into vehicles and stuff. Those games, this is very unique to me, but those games do not have Southpaw variations, some of them for uh, vehicles, for example. And being able to be on Profile 1 with Southpaw enabled and then quickly switch to Profile 2 right when I get into a vehicle is life-changing for me. Yeah. You know, so but then again, we're getting to the age where we're all lazy and we well, don't, here, here, and we want the hard drive space. Yeah. So. Here's, here's the thing. Fitzy in chat says for me, I love the series X controller. He says, I, I don't really use the elite because it got drift anyways, but he's right. The series X controller. I actually had, that's my back. That's the one I use now. Yeah. I actually had it stuffed away in a drawer until the other day. And I brought it out and it's like, Oh, why am I not using this controller? It's so good. It's, yeah. It's a step up from the uh, Xbox yeah. One controllers for sure. One hundred percent. That's the one I'm using now because my Elite controller is is drifting. Yeah, it's a step up from Xbox One, but it's a step down from the Elite. But even another feature that we haven't talked about with the Elite controllers is tightening and loosening your joysticks for different games. Another sweet feature that sweet. is hard to go back to other controllers. You know. Yeah. Well, and as you play, as you play with like the regular controllers, they loosen up. They get loose. You know, and yeah. another yeah. feature battery life.
built-in battery. Oh yeah, built-in battery. It's just I I I'll be honest. I I used to be a fanboy. I mean, I kind of still am. I used to be a fanboy, and I used to defend like, oh no, yeah, batteries for quick access. You know what I mean? I I used to try, but no, it's better to have internal batteries. I don't care if they only give you like a two foot cable. Well, the lead control lasts so long yeah. too. I never I'm never running out. Yeah, that's how I feel like with my pro controller on the Switch. It lasts forever. Oh, I don't, I don't think I've charged it in a year. Nintendo's pro controller <laughs> should also be standard. Freaking Nintendo. No kidding. That's the let's, that is a must buy. On if we're talking some, that console, that's yeah, a must buy. A must yeah. buy. Let's talk some super chats. Sarah, take some super chats here. Duro aka Ryan says, What's up, bros? Congrats to the McSpicies. All right. Yeah. A little McSpicy and Xbox onesie. Yeah. Ooh, yes. We got some pretty cool onesies going on on this little guy. I here's the problem with being a professional photographer. When you get something cute like that you're burning through a lot of uh, hard drive space with pictures. I'm telling yeah. you, and I, yeah. I, I've been taking a lot of cool, half of it's like the cool clothes that this kid gets to wear. It's pretty fun. So yeah, I like it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Duro, uh, AKA Ryan for writing and appreciate it. And beast uh, drops a super chat and well and says, besides shooters, when do you use the back paddles most? So for myself, if I could take this first, yeah. Because on Halo and Vigor, I use I always had jump there. Now I make it jump on every game because it's just habit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then also racing. So Forza is. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, race, racing racing games. I actually use it in ESO. So I have one paddle and it's actually a profile that I can quickly switch to. Um, in ESO, I have it jump because when you play like PVP and stuff, I like to kind of move and jump around and I don't want to take my fingers off the joysticks you know um and then i have the other ones for my map and my mount map and mount the yeah. two m's double m's i mean they're technically the same button but i mean i have M &M. the other one for my, yeah my map and my mount so i don't have to you know i don't know so it's there so do you ever mount your map <laughs> uh, yeah. i don't know what that means yeah i don't know what that means David. <laughs> is that like some weird like innuendo or no. Everybody uh, that's watching live here on YouTube, thank you very much for being here. Don't forget that like button for for joining us. Uh, and if you're if you like what we're we're putting down here, before we go though, Jordan the Man Lost Ark. That's Tell really fun. About it. How it's is really it? Fun. Like it? Uh, you guys got mad at me because I was actually playing it during our pre-show. Oh, well, we're trying <laughs> yeah. to set up the show, and you're like, huh? Uh, you know when you talk to you know when you talk to somebody that's playing a game and they're focused on it yeah. and they're like yeah yeah just put it over there and yeah. then they don't remember that you talk to them we're trying yeah. to set up the show and that's what jordan's doing he's just playing that game. no it's 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 a really good game funny enough it's it's also by smilegate i think they're the publisher of it um i think amazon's doing the publishing for the for the west and but, the reason that's uh, notable is smilegate also did Crossfire. Also, yeah, also did cross again published Crossfire. Yeah. So, but no, it's it's really fun. I'm having a blast with it. Um, what's really cool about this game is it's free to play. So if you have a, a computer and you have Steam, you can play it. Uh, for those that don't like playing on the computer, the game has built-in controller support. So it's already there on the menu. You just plug in your controller and it just works. Um so are you playing it with controller or mouse and keyboard? I'm playing it with mouse and keyboard, but I rebound pretty much everything to make it feel comfortable for me. So I haven't actually tried it with the controller yet, but I've seen people play it with the controller. And from what I've heard, a lot of people that have played it with the controller, just like a couple of YouTubers that I follow, they actually prefer it hmm. over the mouse and keyboard. And I think it's just because of the genre. Like, for example, Diablo feels really good on the controller. You know what I mean? And for those that don't know, Lost Ark is a it's basically a it's 
a lot of people compare it to Diablo because that's what it looks like. It's actually very different. Um, but but it, it's, it's a, a Diablo MMO. So like, it's it, more it's more of an MMO just in the Diablo camera style or what? Correct. Yeah. The only thing that it and Diablo have in common are the camera and probably like the setting, you know, fantasy, I guess. But but yeah, it, it's different than Diablo. It's it's a it's an MMO, um, which is really cool. But it's it's really fun. Um, I'll be honest, it can be a little overwhelming because there's a lot of systems in the game. But for me, it's actually been fun to learn the systems and how they work and how you can different do different upgrades to your characters. The dungeons are really fun with other players. I'm excited to get to more difficult content. Um, but no, it's it's a really good game and it's free to play. As for the pay to win aspect, as of right now, I don't see it. I do see a couple things that are like pay for convenience, mm. which. And have we'll you see. paid for that convenience? No, well, I mean, I bought the I bought one of the founders packs, so I have a little bit of that I convenience, mean, right? Um, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, for example, uh, they have a monthly subscription thing that you can do. You can buy it's called the Aura or something like that, and you can buy it kind of like ESO. You could choose to buy it or not to buy it. One example is, I believe if you use the Aura, you have free fast travels, and if you don't use the fast travel, or if you don't have the Aura. Your fast travel costs silver, depending on how far you're traveling, and silver is the in-game gold. Um, as for the pay-to-win stuff, I once I get to end-game, you'll have more of an idea, because right now you're just leveling and going through the grind. There's really not much to buy other than cosmetics. Once you get to the end-game, then we'll see how it becomes. But right now, it's it's really fun. If, if you want to try it out just download it on steam it's a good game our my server is west coast ivinska i think it's called west coast ivinska yeah because you 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 pick by region that sounds california russian ivinska a really cool game like um, a reality show in russia reality. yeah i know there was russian, uh, russian mob in los angeles i know there was a couple <laughs> news articles i don't know if it was today or yesterday but talking about this game coming to the console uh currently there's no plans to i think it can because the controller support is actually already in the game so they don't even have to do any work there you why know, do you, you think know. amazon amazon two games now or two big titles yeah why do you why do you think those are both mmos like I... is, is it a strategic move like why why go why go two MMOs if you're gonna go? To me, if you're gonna go, um, what what's their uh, one world? What what, what is new world? Their, new world, new world's the first MMO that seems like their big hardcore MMO. Now you've got this; it's just a different style of MMO, but it's still an MMO. Do you think it's because MMOs lend themselves well to games as service? Um, I don't know. Income. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. Why Amazon? I I think they had other games in development that just didn't pan out. Hmm. Um, and, and just to be clear, Amazon did not develop this game. They're just take, taking care of the publishing rights and stuff for the West, right? Yeah. So this is done by, I think it's called Tripod Studios and then Smilegate, of course. But yeah. um, anyway, but also, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. Also, what if, if Jeff uh, Bezos is just a uh, MMO He's just an fan. MMO dude. Like, yeah. He likes MMOs and he likes rocket ships shaped like wieners. We it's know only, that. Yeah. <laughs> only MMOs and penis rockets. The only thing. That's, Anything that's else that's out. Yeah. yeah. Get it out. Get yeah. it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like, hey, we got this great idea for a new game. It's going to change the world. This In the way Amazon changed the world. He's like, is it an MMO? And shut the hell up. You're fired. You're fired. You can leave. Maybe it's because it's it's appealing because they have the server strength with AWS, right? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess you would need the There's, server strength with other games too. Here's, though, so here's, I don't, I don't here's the thing, though: if Amazon 
Because I think we are going to see new game in the same way Xbox jumped in to the gaming space and had success with Halo. And that's why we have Xbox today. I think we're going to see. I think Netflix is serious about gaming. I think um, Apple may jump into the gaming space. They kind of are, you know, uh, in the mobile space with with their Apple Arcade. I think Amazon is jumping in there. However, when you look at Xbox and, and Phil Spencer, I think Phil Spencer is just thinking so far ahead. Hey. Yes, let's put our games everywhere. They need to be everywhere. We've got the subscription service. If you're an Amazon, do you not want your game on Game Pass? Do you not want both of those games on Game Pass? Like, I don't know. It, well, it depends on what Amazon's plans are. It Like, if they are planning to get, say, into the hardware space, which I don't think they are, but if they're planning, if they're, if they're planning to, if this is just like a dip, they're dipping their feet in the pool a little bit, uh, I don't know if you go in with your com- potential competitor. So, I, I mean, I think right now we don't have enough data to determine whether or not you do that or not. Yeah. It depends on what Amazon's software, endgame plans are. If software makes money and you are, yeah, are they on the publishing side or do they want to be on the um, ecosystem side? I guess that's probably. Yeah. I mean, probably and they, probably they do hardware. Ecosystem. They do hardware. They have the Echo Dots. They have the Echo Cubes, all that stuff. So they they have potential to create hardware. Um, Same with Apple. Apple's a hardware, you know, company company as well and software. So it just depends. I think I think we're obviously seeing Amazon dip their feet into the pool and see what see what catches. Uh, Basically, hey, this is just an A/B test with their MMOs because they have two. They're doing an A-B test to what see which people prefer. Which will they pay more money for? Yeah, that's totally what they're doing. It's very well, Amazon. And it's not to say that they'll never come to console. Maybe just with an MMO. I mean, MMOs traditionally, like RTSs, do better on the PC, right? I mean, that's it's safe to say that they do. Um, maybe, maybe you know, they work out all the kinks with New World and 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 Lost Ark, and then ship them over to the console later, right? I don't know that Amazon will get into hardware because if you look, even Microsoft's strategy is to actually get away from hardware. I actually, I actually think, yeah, direction. And so Amazon, the question I guess is, how big is something like Amazon Prime compared to a Netflix compared to a Game Pass? And then what are the benefits that you could tie up with those? I don't know. I I think it's I I don't I don't know if any of those companies are going to get into hardware, even Apple, because I think with hardware, I, I think there's the big three, and I think that's it. Well, it's well, a tough I, nut to crack. How, yeah, sure. how difficult is it to? I mean, look, Sega almost did it, and then they didn't. You know, and then <laughs> they didn't. You know, which well, is unfortunate even, because I actually really like the Dreamcast. But, but even even with hardware, I don't know that we're going to have a need for hardware much longer. With like uh, the power of yeah, as as we get internet those, like, speeds uh, and yeah. then warehouse computing, essentially yeah, server server mountains. Yeah. And imagine imagine the time because everything that costs a lot of money that only big companies can do eventually comes to the consumer. And the companies that get rich and who becomes a billionaire is the person that's able to take something that's only for the rich or only for these corporate companies and makes it available to everybody. So that kind of computing power. That's one system in your house that handles all of your game and all games and all your movies and everything. I bet you eventually we get to a point where we we all have those locally. That's true, but I still feel like that's pretty far away on the timetable. Uh, I feel like um, cloud gaming, 
only works for games that don't require instantaneous input. Yeah. And and that I mean that's with so telltale games. Well, no, I mean you could play like strategy games. There's a there's a whole bunch, there's a whole bunch of games like uh, oh uh, there's 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 war groove. There's a lot of games you could play that just don't require. But racing games, shooters, fighting games, Mm -hmm. basically games that make money right now, which is like all a lot of competitive games. Those I think. You want those on your on your system, but What's, I don't think cloud at this point in time. I think we're I think we're still a ways away from having those be playable. What uh, what is your time frame? Do you think? What's, oh, what's your estimation, Spicy? Because I think I think in the next five Here, years, Mark. Before I you think answer, ten years, before you answer that question, guys, keep in mind that Judgment Day and Skynet was in 1997. So we're already well past that. Well, has you anybody know, been born that's named John Connor yet? <laughs> because that's when we really got to start to worry. Yeah, so I'm just saying, that was 1997. So we're well past that. It well, might I'm be pretty, closer than you think. I'm pretty sure Alexa is Skynet. I'm pretty sure that's the beginning uh, of AI as we know it. It's true. Alexa kind of annoys me. You know what I actually did? I'm going to try to say that out loud, David. She's listening. That's right. right. So I think I think and maybe I just haven't done it because I have both Siri, Apple's and uh, Amazon Alexa. I have them both. The only one I don't have is Google. Um, But Siri makes you say, hey, Siri, before going off. And having that first word, Alexa needs to do that. Like, yeah, like, hey, Alexa. Yeah, just say, hey, Alexa, or hey. Can you change it? I think you can change it. Yeah, I don't know. I Maybe you can. I just have I'm going to change mine to Alexios. Alexios. Yeah. But, yeah. but at least then, because then I have to say, like, I can say, oh, Siri is, Siri is great. Remember when Siri did this? Or you know what I mean? I can't, you can't do that with Alexa because you're like, son of a <laughs> Yeah. Hey, oh, you, no. know you know what's funny that happened this week? So my wife and I were talking about it because we have an Alexa, like, right in our kitchen. Yeah. And... Uh, we were talking about like, you know, does she take our information and stuff? I, I This is a real story. I kid you not. Does. Yeah, I kid you not. So you know how when you say Alexa, she lights up blue, letting you know that she's listening? Yeah. So I said, hey, Alexa, do you take my information and sell it? She lit up blue, didn't say a word. It's like it was like when your kids are in trouble, and they it was like I, it like even it was like oh, wait a minute, like what what did she didn't well, say a word? She yeah, she like, does wait a minute. She does some things what I'm thinking sometimes because she'll randomly start playing Notorious B.I.G. just randomly, and I'm like I wanted to hear that song. Thank you. Uh, so maybe Alexa is uh, is Skynet. You know, I feel like so, so. I was at Best Buy the other day, and I'm looking at all these smart home devices because I'm. I'm doing stuff with my locks and cameras and stuff. And I'm looking at there's the neighborhood you live in. I mean, I live one block away from you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my, that's that's what I'm fearful of. (laughs) When he comes to my house and so we have the side door that he comes through and I lock it at night and he gets, yeah, it's frustrating. I got to go through the garage. Yeah, we gotta use the garage. It's the, we call it the Jordan lock. Yes, the Jordan lock. Exactly. (laughs) No, but anyways, but so Amazon with their Echo devices, it's like guys, we're trying to hard. Now they now have so you know they have Echo Studio, which is amazing, by the way. That speaker is amazing. But now they have they've combined the studio with the screen one. What is that? The show? The Echo oh, Show. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. So it sits on top of a studio device. It's not as big as a studio, but this big speaker, and then it swivels. And it's like, really? We need this? Like it just seems very gimmicky. And so I think, and actually, you want to know what I end up using Alexa for the most? Hey, what's the temperature outside? And it just tells it to me. 
Like that's you know, what Alexa and Siri disagree quite often on the weather. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And I like to see who's right. I'm going to say it. I'm going to be honest. Siri has been more right than Alexa when it comes to weather. Yeah, Do you know what's funny? Alexa I think everyone listening to us is their echoes are going crazy because yeah. we've said <laughs> her name, Skynet's name, like 20 times in this episode. Yeah, T-Bucks uh, says, I get Charmin ads before I even sit down to poop. Yeah. 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 She knows. You know. Well, I'll tell you what, the Echo is a lifesaver when it comes to timing things for heating like breast milk and stuff, you know, for my kid. Like that's it's it's a great device. It really is. It's just is using it for like it, here here they're trying to sell like this is my point. They try to sell like, oh, it can do all of these crazy cool things and fully automate your life. But what most of us use it for is hey Alexa, can you set a timer for 10 minutes? Don't say that, David. Alexa, okay, now I have a timer for ten minutes. Alexa, what's the temperature outside? Stop. You know, what I mean? like that's, like that's. We use it for. Okay, I'm a, turning mine off. We use it as a convenience for what is not that inconvenient to do, anyways. No, yeah. no, but David, that's how. That's what is about being human and American. You know, <laughs> <laughs> haven't you seen Back to the Future too? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Echo would bring marty's kid fruit from the ceiling okay my favorite electronic device that i own to this day is my kindle kindles are the they're amazing i love it yeah the 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 battery life lasts months it's waterproof you can have thousands of books in your library and just it's it's fantastic so yeah well why were we talking about that what was the question (laughs) Uh, Alexa, subscribe to the X1 Bros oh, and give them a five star rating. Hi, Ira. <laughs> yeah. You're such there you go. Make sure, make sure you don't have what is it, one click, or make sure you have two click shopping on when you have an Alexa. Yeah, make sure you have two click. Someone can just walk in and go, Alexa, order a hundred balls. Uh, sorry i was just had to stop him from saying that <laughs> everybody uh, thank you very much for tuning in this week that does us mr mcspicy it's so glad to have you back you thank you 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 have this glow about you oh yeah you look it's, different, it's, you look uh, different. Well, these these wrinkles under my eyes are brand new like yeah. these are fresh wrinkles well, I'm, jordan, uh, and I, jordan and i were talking and it's like yeah we know how you it's everybody it's like when you're at the airport and you see another person with kids and, and then you just look at each other and just, just saying yeah <laughs> yeah you there's a mutual yeah, it's, it's a understanding mutual a gentleman's <laughs> agreement so to speak <laughs> yeah, just yeah. that like <laughs> life is kind of hard right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah enough only blizzard didn't ban me from overwatch every 20 minutes i'd, I'd feel happier yeah what the heck what the heck okay spicy so what's on your gaming schedule this week before we get out of here I have no idea. I have been out of the game for two weeks straight, so I don't know. What should I play? Guys, what should I, mean, I play? It sounds like Lost Ark. Is Lost Ark is free to play? See, that's Dying on the PC. Light pretty, Dying Light, I am enjoying Dying Light, too. Dying Light has been fun. I yeah. need I need a game that I can play in my living room because I'll be watching the kid. I'm on uh, I'm on duty tonight, all night, so I need to... like a long HDMI cord to a monitor. I know you got like a 60-foot one. <laughs> Well, HDMI, Wait, I can convert it into Ethernet. In your, what's hooked up in your living room? That's my Xbox. I'm so, so if I'm playing lot, we just went on like 30 minutes on how it'll run your on your laptop. 
I do have a laptop. Play Dying Light, man. I think you'd enjoy Dying Light too. Dying Light? Oh yeah, Dying Light. Yeah, that came out. I heard you guys were talking about that last week. And let me tell you, if you want a turn-based, get your. I know you're really into Divinity at the moment, or were. Yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven, man, it is so good. Ooh. So good, and it's on Game Pass. It's it's becoming one of my favorite games. Are you playing that right now? Yeah, it's so good. I what's nice about playing it is that shell shade, uh, yeah, or cell shade, whatever. Um, my kids love watching it, so I just play it with them, and it's I, so. It's I think perfect. I started that one. Is that? Yeah, I, I would go back. It's really yeah. that's the one that we previewed at our first. Yeah, E3. I I started that one. I think Jordan's already beat it, but I no, I mean no, I'm, I beat it. But... I'm like five hours in. I might have to restart my gameplay and start in that dumb town again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to play. The thing about it is, is I, I have a lot. When I'm stressed, it's hard to game, but sounds super counter. No, whatever. that's how I feel. That's why last year I played the least amount of games that I've ever played. But I need to, I need something while this little guy sleeps. So, okay. I'll be, uh, so dying light. I heard you guys talking on the show last week that maybe it's not as good as it could have been. Is that? Right, or I enjoy. I'm really enjoying the story of Dying Light too. It ha- they. No, I think the story's all right. They do the feels pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, is this a Wendy's fries thing, Jordan? Is it just like? No, it's just no, all right? it's better than that. I no, I think it's. I think it's a fun game. I'm really enjoying it. Um, the story. I in think and out fries. Okay. It's in and out fries. Yeah. So we're I, going I, up I think, the. I think the story's okay. I mean, it. it I, David, I think David's further than me, so so more stuff might happen. But no, I mean, it's a fun game. Okay. So I just think I think I'm stuck on Lost. I mean, maybe I'll try and play some more Crossfire this week, but I think I think I'm playing Lost Ark until uh, Elden Ring comes out in what 15 days? Oh, days, something like that. I okay. hope I can hit that game hard. Guy I'm so work, excited. The guy I work with is taking that day off. Yeah, and what's funny Wait. is I have to go on a stupid, a stupid family vacation. He looks. <laughs> really quick. Yeah, I have to go on a stupid family vacation that weekend. Mm. Mm. All right, so this is one of the times I'm going to be ahead of you in the game. So I'm gonna, I'll have like the first day to play it, and then I'm gone for three days, and then I'll come back on that fourth one and have to just hit it hard. But anyway, it's okay. We'll have another Sekiro moment where I'll come over and guide you through boss fights and stuff. I really enjoyed that. My family's all probably watching this podcast. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm excited think, to hang out. Uh, I actually think one of them wasn't here. Uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you very much, everybody, for Hello. tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for joining us live on YouTube. Uh, we're streaming this week, so we won't have a post show. We will have one back next week. Actually, speaking of that, next week's episode will be on Wednesday. I forgot to tell Jordan the Man and Mr. McSpicy uh, because I will be out of town uh, coming Thursday and Friday. Also, but, while we're on that, the following week it'll be on Thursday because of that family vacation. I was just talking about family vacation. <laughs> so, <laughs> why don't we just knock that all out right now? So, there you go. so stay tuned to the future, everybody. Here we go. Uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you for joining us uh, again. Come, come, subscribe to us on YouTube. Rate review us on Apple, and we'll see you later, everybody. Bye bye now. <laughs>